Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Literally. Like it would just There's give it no more diversity. Reason. There's no reason there needs to be that many men in a friend group. No. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast, Boys Love Podcast. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts, Alexa and Kayla. Hello. Hey. So we are talking uh, about the Bechdel. Bechdel? Bechdel? Is that how you say it? I think. Bechdel. 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 I think. I the, think. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's German. I don't know. The Bechdel test, which basically is a way to check if a show or a movie has how do you say that has representation female representation in it yeah it's like a way to analyze what female representation looks like in shows like not only their existence in shows but how their interactions are and what their Mm -hmm. place is in a show it's kind of like to test that kind of in media and yeah films tv all that jazz yeah books so there are some criteria in the Bechdel test, there has to be at least two women featured, preferably named characters. Yeah. These two women need to talk to each other, and it has to not be about a man. <laughs> Which is, the bar is already very low, yeah. considering. <clears throat> yeah. Funny, I was just watching, earlier today, I was watching an interview with the cast of ted lasso about the third season of the show mm-hmm. and one of the characters who plays like one of the couple there's like three or four prominent women on the show but she's i guess mm-hmm. like the main female character was talking about how like every time she does like an interview or press for the show people always bring up how surprising it is that her character and the other main female character are like friends on the show and like yeah. have like a actually like well fleshed out friendship and are just like pitted against each other talk about Um, anything other than men yeah and Mm -hmm. like have yeah like have a genuine relationship outside of like talking about their boyfriends or the people they're dating or whatever it may be so Mm -hmm. i was like wow that coincides with what we'll be talking about today yeah so one of the reasons why i brought this up to talk about is that it's very interesting to me that the Bechdel test and BL because like we know most of BL is written by women mm-hmm. so queer or straight or whatever it's written mostly by women and still there is barely any representation like it barely passes the test yeah. some places not at all a lot of them don't Um, And I'm sure people will make the argument that like, oh, it's boys love. So why do we have to like, have women involved at all? But like, why not? (laughs) Like, just because the romance is, yeah, just because the romance (laughs) is focused on two men doesn't mean that there can't be female characters in the show that don't have other dynamic roles. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like so many BL is just like, all men or all men and one woman who has a very particular mm-hmm. role. So it's just kind of like, why? <laughs> why? 
I feel it's so based on like internalized misogyny mm. like we've grown up in a society where women are lesser so to the point that we don't want those like messy characters in our own stories mm-hmm. because we look down on other women ourselves and it's honestly very sad yeah, it's definitely, uh, there's definitely a lot of, I think, internalized misogyny there, especially considering like the archetypes of the women that you usually see in BLs, which I will get to in a couple moments. But mm-hmm. yeah, and like, I get it. It's a very hard thing to unlearn. And, you know, you think about a lot of these, the source material that these shows were adapted from or written when the a lot of the authors are very young teenagers in mm-hmm. the like so like it doesn't surprise me that the original novel might have some of that source material but then you come into them like adapting it to tv in the year 2023 and it's like well why couldn't we just like make some updates there that kind of make mm-hmm. it more suitable for the current climate of media and the, that's the part that kind of sucks i feel like mm-hmm. yeah so one thought I really had, because I was thinking about, like, which shows or which authors do we commonly see that don't pass the test at all? And the first one that's very prominent Mame. to me is Mame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there Mame. are no women in Mame's work. Like, literally no women. Yeah. Or it's, like, the woman who has a cameo to, like, make a prove a point that he's like loyal to his boyfriend like in the love in the air special that was like well i'm one of the people Papai used to hook up with kind of thing mm-hmm. i feel like that's the role that they often get in main shows mm-hmm. so some female character archetypes in bl are the one girl in the friend group like typically you see my engineer which other Love mechanics. Love mechanics. Yeah, that's fun. And every Um, character Sammy has played in a BL, she's always the one girl in the friend group. Yeah, except in Until We Meet Again, where she actually does have some interactions Mm, with with Pierre. Is that her name? Can't remember. Del, the sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that actually, like, I think they do have a conversation about makeup, so it does <laughs> actually pass the test. If not men, at least it's, it's a It's a scene they put in there just for, for product uh, the placement. commercial product wow. placement. <laughs> wow, using the least female not characters about for that. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my god, mm. yeah. And you have the, the one female co-worker, like in Cherry Magic, mm. the Cupcake... Doesn't old fashioned have cupcake. A... Yeah. yeah. There's a couple female. There's like, yeah, a lot, a lot of the times they're like the background office workers and they'll come mm-hmm. in and have like the funny one liners. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. The evil ex girlfriend. It's one we particularly hate. There's always an evil girl somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. With the evil ex-girlfriend, the problem I have with those are often that they, they aren't fleshed out. They're not giving any given any personality except that they are supposed to get revenge or whatever. They want to get <laughs> like, back together with the main guy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's their yeah. only personality. Like, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. And you have the Fujoshi. Oh, I hate, hate how they portray it. Like in Oxygen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was painful. Mm-hmm. And, ooh, History 4. Is it, was it History 4? Yeah, History yes, 4. Yes, I think yes. so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There have been some good ones, honestly, but most, no. Yeah. And those mm-hmm. are, like, the typical ones that you just, like, you get one girl. There's no conversation with other women except... About men. About the men that are the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've been feeling the one woman in, like, the friend group or the work setting so much lately. Mm-hmm. Because that's the deal with both bed friends and a boss and a babe. Yeah. Where in right. their whole office, there's only one girl that works with them. 
and like it's Honestly, it feels like there's but, <laughs> I guess so in society. a way <laughs> but <laughs> but it results in like this overwhelming male energy yeah it's just like a testosterone filled <laughs> like environment which I guess makes sense for BL but it yeah. irks me that yeah there is like no other details that you know about the Mm -hmm. one female character except that they are kind of like a foil for the other Mm -hmm. characters yeah yeah so like when when we have these shows that only have like one female character like you don't even get to the first step of the bechdel test because it's Mm -hmm. only one woman so there's not even like other women that she can even try to talk to about something other than a man so and like a lot of the times those characters aren't bad like when i'm thinking about Mm -hmm. like my engineer and stuff like that but they do still only have like usually their only personality trait is being like the kind of goofy funny single girl in the group a lot of the time Mm -hmm. she's kind of like boy crazy or turns to shipping for one of the guys yeah Mm -hmm. turns to shipping the male leads because she doesn't have like romance in her own life type thing Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, it it is kind of sad. Like Heather was putting in the chat earlier, is it misogyny or is it just making room for all the hot guys? <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, yeah, <laughs> but isn't just putting a lot of hot guys in a room and ignoring females kind of misogyny anyway? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just feel like if you're going to have them be supporting characters anyway, and they're not going to have a significant role, why not make some of the hot people involved hot women instead of hot men? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially with the increase of like queer people, both men, women, and non-binary that are consuming BL now, like we could use hot people of all gender identities in our mm-hmm. media yeah. I mean, I love the hot, hot guy as much as the next person, but a lot of the times I'm watching these BLs and I'm like, this is too many men. Like, it's way more yeah. men than I enjoy <laughs> in any one setting. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, no, it does, like, especially with the, when you have, like, the larger cast, like, it gets very overpowering. It exactly. would help to have a woman there. But I do think, like, it's the people making these shows are kind of conscious about the fans and the sort of misogyny running rampant in the fandom and people and expect people to complain if there's too many women and if they're interacting with their favorite man and it's like the yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i guess there comes into play the idea of like will this sell Mm-hmm. better or worse depending on if there are female characters who are probably potentially gonna be like in a love triangle or something or be competing yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. yeah because if you look at like f4 thailand boys of boys over flowers remake in thailand that cast had two bl actors in it and in their promo they barely showed the girl who was also main cast member like there's posters from f4 without the girl in it and she's 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 the main character you follow (laughs) her through the story and she's not on the poster (laughs) yeah that's pretty crazy right hmm That's how they announced that show. They didn't show her. And even when they were doing promo, they wouldn't let her and Bright do the promo together. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. She was doing it with the second lead man who was like the love rival, maybe person. But they didn't get together. But she was still doing all all her promo with him. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense. (laughs) No, right? I do wonder if if the whole thing is purposely done by the companies because they don't think the fans will enjoy it, or if it's the magnitude of lash out from the fans that Mm -hmm. is making them make these decisions. I don't know. Is it the company or is it the fans' fault? Probably a combination. (laughs) 
<laughs> probably, probably a combination <laughs> yeah. of everything. Yeah. I do think like if if the companies are doing this to kind of I don't know, earn more money or something like that. They are doing a disservice to the whole industry because it's it's continuing messed off mindset that will hurt these boys in the long run. Because you're yeah. training the fans to think that it's okay to lash out about women being around the boys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wonder if, like, there aren't as many good female characters in BL because the authors just, like, lack references for writing female characters, mm -hmm. like, because I guess there's nothing to look at and be like, okay, this is, like, how it should be or could be, or maybe there, like, isn't even a realization that there's a problem mm -hmm. just because the material for, like, good representation of female characters isn't available, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You just don't see it a lot. So maybe it's like, how do I even do this? <laughs> right. Yeah, I I mean, that that could be one of the, the reasons. I don't think it's being talked about enough, the lack of female representation in BL, because it's such a, like, boy-centric field. We've talked a little bit about why it's hard to find good female representation in BL. We should go into naming some BLs that have hmm. completely failed the Bechtel test. We've <laughs> we've already we've already mentioned a few. Are there anyone like obviously Mame does come out very fast? high on that list which other ones are let me talk to you about a little show called together with me <laughs> mm. i am still so mad about plurin playing and the way her character was written and mm. the thing is they even had her like develop this whole relationship with farm's girlfriend at the time the one he was like cheating on the with the doctor but their whole relationship was around plurin playing trying to get revenge on tool's character so like in that aspect they had two female characters they talked for more than a minute but the whole basis of their relationship was helping plurin playing get revenge on her ex-boyfriend yeah. for dating a boy yeah. And just, like, Plurin playing mm -hmm. as a character is one of my least favorite, like, she's one of the worst examples of the evil, I guess the best example of how badly they write ex-girlfriends in BL, because Dude. she's just horrendous. Yeah. I will raise you Moira from my day. Oh my god, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she try we to kill to someone? Into... Yeah, she was literally the worst. <laughs> Like, the oh whole sh show was, like, a fucking pain in the ass, but she was the worst. She was one of the reasons it was, like, the worst show in the world. Mm. There's just, like, so many. <laughs> like, all every female <laughs> character ever written in a BL, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And, like, the girlfriend in uh, Love Mechanics. Mm. I think she's an interesting example, because I feel like... Like, I don't necessarily think she passes the Bechdel test, but I think she was an interesting take on the evil ex-girlfriend. Evil ex-girlfriend, if you can call her that, because their relationship was so ambiguous for the whole thing. They were kind of evil, but, both of them, so. Yeah, but, you know, they did have, like, her and the girl in the friend group, whose name I can't remember, and, like, the only time... Did they ever interact? No, I don't think so. No. Or the only time they did was, like, the girl in the friend group being catty towards her because like when they saw when Mark saw V and her kissing again, like the, the girl mm. in the friend group was there to witness that. And so like, I think right. she was like really catty towards her in that moment. Mm. But yeah, I think ploy, was that her name? Ploy? I yeah. can't remember what, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I just don't know why that came to me as her name. <laughs> so I hope that was correct. I think she was an interesting take on the ex-girlfriend trope, but in mm. terms of the Bechdel test, yeah, it did not. It did not pass can, at all. Can I mention about my engineer? I find it 
very fascinating that in the whole class of engineers for that year, there's one woman. That's mm-hmm. how it always is. Like, do they yep. not think women go into engineering at all? Apparently not. It's the same in what's the the token girl in the friend group in Cutie Pie? She's the only. She's like the only girl yeah. there as well. There's a like, girl in Cutie Pie. Yeah, she's <laughs> the girl in Cutie Pie. Yeah, there's what? one girl in the car, like engineering, in their class. I can't yeah. even remember her. <laughs> and thought- that says all you need to know, I guess. Because they're... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she doesn't have a lot of scenes, but in the scenes where, like, the whole university friend group is together, she's usually there. Mm-hmm. I can't even. But yeah, See? it's... Yeah, it's definitely... Um, I definitely think that ties back to some misogyny about women being in STEM majors, because, like... Dark Blue Kiss is the same. There's only Miles' mm-hmm. character is the only girl in that engineering friend group. And, like, all the other, like, supporting female characters that they show will be, like, mm-hmm. in the humanities department and, like, the arts department and things like that. Like, yeah. it's like they can only have mm-hmm. one one girl can be in STEM. <laughs> and she's in this friend group. <laughs> she's the mm-hmm. only girl in the entire STEM department, apparently. Yep. She's the tomboy character. Yeah, that's... Yep. Because, you know, you can't be feminine and be into engineering. God forbid. I have a question for Heather. I told Sunset about you. Does that pass the Bechdel test? And all I've seen about... (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched it, so we need to I've never seen, like, any... Like, a lot of women in the content I've seen from that show. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I know there's, like, like, parents and stuff. I think I watched like the beginning of it, like the first episode, and I could I can't remember seeing any females. Mm. There's women, mm. women. If you want to voice in, yeah, voice in, come in. <laughs> there as the omniscient goddess of the show. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I feel like I'm super loud. So there are women, like so with it's a it. One of the main characters is kind of also developing a bit of a relationship with a female mm. friend like there's a there's an attraction there that he kind of explores alongside his attraction to his childhood friend that's pb crit is the childhood friend and bilkin mm. is the one who right. kind of has oh, a girlfriend yeah, who doesn't have I a girlfriend type seeing. of thing and then there's also the mother of bilkin mm. as well bilkin's character sorry but Thinking about it, I don't think any women have any scenes together outside of, yeah, the relationship or the story centering around Te and Oh. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, yeah. So, so I don't, yeah. I'm not too sure if it does pass the test. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even the best of them still, like, that's one of the caveats that a lot of them have. It's like, even some that I consider some of my favorite BLs, like, Until We Meet Again and It's Say for Heather and stuff, like, that's the one spot where they kind of fall short when you're looking at it from the aspect of, like, female representation, at least. Yeah, and, like, so even with I Promised You the Moon the second season, there's female characters as a a female character in Bilkin's acting class at one of the, and one of the people that he creates a friendship with. And the characters, like the female characters themselves aren't always talking about boys, Mm -hmm. but like they are giving advice about boys every now and then, I believe, or there's Mm -hmm. their conversations are kind of centered around like, how this, so at least in Itsei with the the girl that Ter is kind of crushing on at the beginning or whatever, all of her conversations with him and around his character are kind of in relation to what's this attraction that we have. Mm-hmm. And then when you move into I Promised You the Moon, the mm-hmm. female friend, her conversations, I guess, aren't, 
fully centered around relationship because she's there to talk about like the future and what are you going to do in the future and what's your career going to look like and that sort of stuff but Mm -hmm. so I would say that she's a pretty cool female character but again I don't think it really passes the test because she never really has a conversation on screen with another female character about anything yeah (laughs) really yep like I can't remember are there any females in Kim Porsche so nah. we've got our um <laughs> sorry, I, I will say this and then I'll jump out. We've got yeah, our yeah. fave Erica. Yeah, the weapons <laughs> dealer lady. <laughs> the mother, uh, who can is you remember who that is. Yeah. She has like yeah. two scenes. But she she has like an epic moment in the final scene, which is why a lot of people remember in the final fight scene, which um, is why a lot of people remember her. Yeah. But yeah, there's Porsche and Porsche's mom. Who the is anonymous like women a damsel in distress. <laughs> that I am not happy about, but anyway. And then there's the you bar know. manager. Yeah, but no women actually talk to each other. No. No. <laughs> Big surprise. Mm. <laughs> not to be a hater or anything. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. I feel like that was a topic of conversation that was going around in circles a lot of the times while Ken Porsche was airing too. And mm-hmm. like after the finish of the show i think another interesting example and i guess it's kind of like a bad example because of the role she had in the show you're my sky the only well Mm. actually there was a good representation in that one of a female character of the girl on the basketball team and kind of you know asking the team to respect her identity as i guess Mm. a trans woman and you know still being allowed Mm. to participate in the sport but I was thinking of the sister whose like whole point in the series was to basically have her boyfriend cheat on her with her brother. And so like in terms of having a woman in the show, that's kind of a really shitty role to be in. Your boyfriend's cheating on you with your younger brother. And like the whole reason they held back from their relationship was because their his sister was the, the common denominator between them. But yeah, like two women on that show and although I think the girl on the basketball team was really well done and they handled her plot in the show as like a trans woman participating on an all-male basketball team and kind of how that worked out really well they didn't ever converse with each other and there were no real women that really did converse with each other so yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah that's exactly like what Heather said we can get good female characters but they never pass the test because there's never like other female characters for them to interact with so it's either like you have one good female character or you have like a bunch of badly written female Mm -hmm. characters that like Mm. gaggle together and like talk about boys i guess yeah we've been focusing a lot on thai bls Mm. but what sparked this conversation was actually a discussion in our discord in the chat where we're talking about the eight cents which is a Korean BL that is currently airing. It's just up to four episodes while we're recording this. And it is actually one of the... I can't actually think of another KBL that actually passes the Bechdel test. With KBL? To my star? The second season, because the sis, the the oh, yeah, yeah, friend yeah, yeah. and the ex-girlfriend the, 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 and the, the daughter. The mom and her yeah. friend, they actually do talk to each other. But do they talk about anything other than him? Than her relationship. They have oh. some scenes just like them and the daughter, but I can't remember what yeah. kind of conversations they're having during those scenes. I think if it if centers you're, around if you're like being really nice about it, yes, it does pass. <laughs> being really nice about <laughs> it. <that. laughs> If we're putting the bar to the floor, then yes, it does. I mean, at this point, I feel like that's where we have. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Korean BLs have this and Japanese BLs as well. They always have the token one girl hanging around, mm-hmm. the friend, whatever, and that's it. Or the love rival, or like in, in uh, Light on Me, like the one girl that was the love rival too. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm also thinking characters. about JBLs do the same thing, mm-hmm. like Kita Hatsukoi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. the end of the world with you doesn't actually have any females except like a crossdresser. <laughs> yeah. And the crossdresser just disappeared does... when the world was ending. <laughs> 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 well, I guess you get like glimpse of like parents here and there, but mm-hmm. there's like the mom of the one of the characters and then the parents of the crossdresser and the crossdresser's sisters in back going backwards in time. Mm-hmm. But it's still like the story doesn't actually like it doesn't pass it doesn't pass yeah. the test. Yeah. So even outside of Thailand, it's not much better. No, I think I would classify it as actually worse other places than <laughs> yeah. Thai. I mean, there are more Thai BLs that pass the test than any yeah. of the other. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Even thinking about like the popular Pinoy BLs, like Game mm-hmm. Boys, like we have Pearl. But I feel mm-hmm. like she doesn't actually interact with another like female character until she's in Pearl Next Door, which is like her own mm-hmm. story. And, yeah. But I can't remember if I'm just making that up. <laughs> Interesting Caitlin, that Heather brings up Sodas because <laughs> Sodas was the only show I could think of that passes the Bechdel test. Oh, really? I don't remember Sodas because either. Because the friend group is, it's like split between like the male and female friends. So there's like May, Prapolin, Mup Prong, Fong. And they like run the whole friend group and they talk about like everything and they have their mm-hmm. own dedicated storylines. Wasn't one of them was sapphic as well, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jan's yeah. character mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And also Bad Buddy does Yes, that's that was my example with Thinking Pa. Mm, I was like, it doesn't couple. say you don't pass a test if the two female characters are are in a love romantically involved with each other. <laughs> yeah. But they do talk about like they talk about photography. They talk about mm. Pa like adjusting to being in university. So like their relationship as a friendship exists outside of Pat and Pran, and also exists before they you know start getting involved with each other romantically too. So that was my mm. example that I, my one example that I could think of. <laughs> <That one example. laughs> 
it mm-hmm. is very sad that we can't like barely think of anyone that passes the test because the test is like the bare minimum. Yeah. It yeah. is the bare minimum of female representation. And just think about that. Like this is also that this isn't just for BL. It's for every genre in the world. Media in every general. Yeah. Media. So all the genres the are failing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. on a massive scale, if you actually go and search up how many of the movies and TV shows and whatever that pass the Bechtel test in the recent years, you will be surprised mm-hmm. because it's not a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have such a long way to go to actually get proper equal representation mm-hmm. in the world right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's it's frustrating when you, you see a lot of complaints about like, well, we don't complain when you have shows that are all female focused and don't have any, barely any men in them. So why are you complaining now type thing? And it's because there's the representation wasn't equal to begin with. So mm-hmm. having a show that's only female focused or shows that are more heavily dominated by female characters is mm-hmm. still not comparable to the millions and millions and millions of types of media that are out there that are focused solely on men and only have women as an afterthought. So I feel like, yeah. you know, people bring up this argument of like, well, it's not equal if you also have shows that have all women and no male representation in them. But I'm like, that's that's not the point. Like, the point mm-hmm. is overall There's... representation being more yeah. equalized and having more accurate representation out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. equity. So like, you know, we have a lot of ground to make up for before we yeah. match all of the male dominated media that's out there. Yeah. And I think like it's this today it's so natural to have men in everything that even yeah. if you try to make a show almost completely with a female cast, men are going to like pounce in there anyway because it's a natural thing like if you look at uh, gap yeah there are still a lot of men in that show and it's a complete (laughs) full-on gl Mm -hmm. a lot of people made comments about 23.5 degrees having a bl side couple and you know this was like obviously before gemini and fourth had like none of their shows had come out so Mm -hmm. they weren't as popular as they are now, but it's it's still ongoing now because now people are worried that they're going to like overpower Milk and yeah. Love in the series. But mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, when the trailer first dropped, they're like, of course, you know, the first GL we're getting still has to have like a BL element in it. And I saw, you know, sides of the argument both ways, you know, people that were frustrated because they want something that focuses just on women and a women loving women relationship and also people Mm -hmm. that were like well if this is something that helps bring an audience to more you know women-centric queer media then maybe it's worth it but Mm -hmm. that was a lot of the discussion that i saw around that trailer when the pilot trailer dropped and it's still ongoing now the thing is in my opinion if it's good then you don't need to racking people like uh, buff it up with like yeah Yeah. it doesn't matter look at gap look at the popularity of gap yeah no one's talking about the men in that show no (laughs) (laughs) but but there are plenty of men in the show yeah so kirk Kirk. (laughs) but yeah so yeah i really think that like obviously it was a gmm tv move and you know i do think Mm -hmm. that talking about like gmm tv they probably did put a BL pairing in there just to, like, have some form of, like, guaranteed interest, I guess. And this was before Gap came out, so I don't think people really knew the impact that a GL series could have just with the women standing on its own, which is kind of stupid that, like, mm-hmm. you needed to have a show do well to prove that. But, Where's yeah. your faith in women? Like, are, It doesn't exist it, in it, the industry, apparently. And I, I mean, I will reckon that GMMTV does like have like internal misogyny in its entire operations the women are not treated as well as the men are yeah so mm. and it took them forever to get this gl out because milk and love have been really popular and 
from what I've seen, Milk and Love really, really pushed for the series to happen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know to what degree, like, their words actually had influence, but from the interviews and stuff I've seen, their commentary about how hard they pushed with Oaf and with the company to, like, give them a series where they could shine together and, like, continue working Mm -hmm. together, like, they they did a lot of pushing for that on their own, so... Mm It kind of sucks that, like, it, it's at that point. But, like, I'm also just, like, at least we're getting a GL from GMMTV, which, like, once again, bars on the floor that were, you know, mm-hmm. the year is 2023 and GMMTV is putting out their first GL series featuring GL as the main romantic yeah. storyline of the show because they have had side GL in the past, obviously. But, yeah. One thing I thought was interesting was when you were talking about writers who infamously don't passed the Bechtel test and brought up MAME because mm-hmm. the new series from me, me, Mindy, me, mind why is going to have a GL pairing in it. It's the wedding plan or the wedding planner is like their next series that they've been promoting. And okay. it does in fact have like a, a GL couple. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see how a GL couple from me, mind why is going to be written <laughs> and to see if hmm. Mame has it entered to actually write a Sapphic couple. So yeah, I thought that was that came to mind when you mentioned Mame because I'm I really don't know what to expect from that at all. <laughs> if anyone like for those of people who can't see my face right now, I have zero <laughs> faith that that's gonna work. <laughs> anyway, zero faith. <laughs> hmm. I give yeah. I give Mame credit where credit is due, but she does not care about female characters. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I was genuine. I think a lot of people were shocked when they saw that this show is going to have a GL pairing in it. And especially knowing that it's coming from me, mind why. So I genuinely have no idea what to expect. But like Heather put in the chat, I'm sure there's going to be stereotypes galore. Because even all of her BL characters are written with, like, stereotypes galore. Mm. So I'm sure we've enjoyed some of them. But I don't know. I just don't know if I have faith that Mame of all people can write a sapphic couple well. Oh, they're gonna be like a sapphic couple that keeps talking about the BL couple or something. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh I will literally jump exactly. off a cliff. <laughs> oh my god. My soul left my body <laughs> with these with this news. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Watch it, like, you know, it'd be really funny if it came out to be, like, one of the best written sapphic couples that, like, stop. (laughs) Completely shocked. You know, if that happens, I will write a public apology to (laughs) Mame. Oh Oh my god, that's where my face is. Yeah. No. No, Mm -hmm. we'll see. Yes. Okay. So, so shows are increasingly being written by everyone, male, female, non-binary, and mm. we are getting more and more representation within them, which is great. I do, mm. I do want to touch a second on Heartstopper, because I think it's one of those that like really showed diversity in the cast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. even though it, well. There's a lot of focus on the gay couple, but mm-hmm. they are surrounded by all kinds of queer characters. And it's yeah. it's believable because mm-hmm. that's what happens when mm-hmm. you're queer. You surround yourself with other people like yourself. So yeah. it makes no sense for a queer character to not have queer friends. Yeah, that's what's always mm-hmm. been, like, with Tao, like, naming himself as a token heterosexual of their friend group. Like, that is mm-hmm. that is the truth. So that is so much more realistic than having, like, one queer person amongst this, like, friend group of het dude bro friends, you know? Like, um, yeah. not that queer people don't have straight friends, but, like, a lot of the times their core friend group is also going to be other queer people so yeah, like having a token straight person, I think, is a lot more realistic than having a token 
gay person in a group of straight people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does my school president pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> because I'm thinking about them being a queer friend group. Well, the only two women in that show are the moms, <laughs> pretty much. Like, the only two women that have significant speaking shows in that role and are named are the moms. They have one conversation with each other, and the conversation that they have, they're talking about tin and gun. So I don't think (laughs) even the best shows don't pass it. Yeah. So I'm saying the best of the best, like that's still their one caveat that they have. Talking about the clips earlier, doesn't that pass the Bechdel test considering like the teacher, the teachers, the two female teachers actually talk to each other, but I can't remember what they talk about. The evil female teacher and the the other female teacher, the the, the one in pink and the other one. I can't remember. I don't, yeah, I can't remember what the conversations were about. I can't, I don't know. I think like adult characters, adult and like parental characters in BL Mm -hmm. when they're women are a really interesting like plot point because a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. like, especially when it comes to like the moms, their only role is to either like be the supportive parent like we've talked about before mm-hmm. or be the mom who hates that their child is gay so like in that aspect like it's different from having like the ex-girlfriend or the girl who's crushing on one of the main characters but like at the same time like their whole character exists around their son and his relationship with another man so yeah i will say that the eclipse sort of get a pass on like female young characters considering it all happens in an, old, an boys old boys school, school. Yeah. that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true but yeah even the female characters that female characters are going to be like used as a prop for the male characters because of it's a show centered around like a male male relationship so Mm -hmm. i guess everyone's gonna kind of center around them but you could still give them like more agency as characters outside Mm -hmm. of the male the main character's relationship and that's where like that's what i've been saying about giving them some personality giving them Mm -hmm. death giving them a meaning like yeah you can use them as a prop or to push a narrative or push a plot but you need to give them something other than oh the ex-girlfriend all her personality is being an ex-girlfriend she doesn't mm-hmm. have any virtues outside of that at all <laughs> and yeah. it's or the fujoshi all her character all her personality is just she loves to watch boys on boys and it's very <laughs> jarring yeah and, like just write them better like i don't yeah. mind them being used as, as props for a story because that's in general all characters are props to get the story moving but at least give them something yeah yeah that's why i think the eighth sense is a really interesting example because like the discussion we were having in the discord server like a couple people expressed like i hate that the ex-girlfriend is you know, falling into the bitchy ex-girlfriend who has mm-hmm. nothing better to offer trope. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, she does kind of mm-hmm. fall into that typical trope, and it sucks. But I also mm-hmm. think it's offset by the fact that there's the surf club leader who is a really good senior to Jihyun and a good friend to Jaywon, and mm-hmm. the two freshmen that, two you know, freshmen. the one girl you think, spoiler, you think she's, like, kind of trying to hit on the main character but it turns out like she just, just wanted to be his friend, friend. <laughs> yeah and he was an introvert who was not used to like people being pushy with him in that way mm-hmm. so like i think you know these stereotypes for female characters are going to exist and like you know it has its pros and cons like i don't think there's anything wrong with having a bitchy like ex-girlfriend no. sometimes but you also have bitchy other characters women exist that's yeah. fine just give them more than just being a bitch yeah and you have other characters that offset that that fall into different like female mm-hmm. character archetypes like it's not just this is the only female character and she's a bitch and that's her whole mm-hmm. role in the show that's the mm-hmm. only female role in the show like there's got to be more to it than that mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think a big problem is, and I'm going to bring up oxygen again, <laughs> because <laughs> a big problem is that they never get into why the characters act like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like someone isn't just acting like a bitch, like something happened to them. So mm-hmm. one thing that oxygen actually did well was the character who you thought was going to fall into the like ex-girlfriend trying to steal the man character ended up like revealing that she had like all this pressure on her like societal pressure to make herself mm-hmm. basically a perfect bachelorette for solo to mm-hmm. want to be with mm-hmm. so that kind of i guess was refreshing to see because you hear from her saying like why she was acting the way she did yeah mm-hmm. But also, Oxygen has, like, the most terrible side character in the fucking world. Like, the Fujoshi in Oxygen is, like... She is like, the I, worst. I literally she stalks them. Like she posts I unsolicited photos of them online. Jumped over every <sighs> scene she was in. I just I couldn't watch her at all. She was so obnoxious about it. And yeah. there was like no reason for her to be that obnoxious. Like you get no explanation yeah, to it, who her character is at all. And then she and suddenly she has like a medical history, she was, and it's just like she's okay. dying in the hospital. Like, it's what? like um, okay, we didn't say that oxygen makes any sense because <laughs> no. it doesn't. What we said is that Nut is a good actor for the script that he was given in Oxygen. That's that's yes. where we fall on that. Yes, line. That's um, the point. That is the point. <laughs> yeah, but like even for someone like Manau, who I do think teetered on the line of being a pretty obnoxious Fujoshi character, like at least she respected Parm and Team like as her friends, and like when she was gonna mm-hmm. post pictures of them. And her little Fujoshi group chat, she was like, are you okay if I post your pictures in my little Fujoshi group chat? So it's like, still kind of falling into those stereotypes to some degree. But like, she also had agency as like, a part of their friend group. And like, they had interactions as the three of them being friends outside of her just being a Fujoshi and shipping them with their respective partners. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Now Sammy's like other characters, like, Love by Chance, is that the other one that she was in where she was a really obnoxious yeah. Fujoshi? And she was like yeah. following them. Oh, in Two Moons. She was really bad in. Yeah. She was in Two Moons oh. with the one with the. Was she in the OG one? No, she was in. She was the in the one with Nine and. Remake. Yeah. She was really obnoxious in that, like stalking the characters. And we could get into the whole other yeah. discussion she about was, how like Sammy is. Comic relief kind of yeah. thing, and it didn't work at all. I felt yeah. so sorry for her. I have very strong feelings about the way Sammy is typecast in her shows that she's in, mm-hmm. but that's another discussion. Yeah. Mm, same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so, yeah, live action is leaping ahead of written BL, and I I agree with that. Like, it's especially, like, the manga sphere of BL, it's really bad. But that, again, I think live action has more of, like, it's it's more obvious the mistakes mm-hmm. and it's more realistic mm-hmm. uh, since it's portrayed by real people and stuff. So you don't get the this is fantasy get out of jail card that you mm-hmm. do with manga. Fantasy get out of jail card. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. And I just think, like I said before, like a lot of these novels they're adopting ad- adopting <laughs> adapting are older novels and so yeah. you know the authors are young when they wrote them they wrote them mm-hmm. a decade ago and things were a lot different in media overall then but that doesn't give an excuse for the shows not making any changes when they're adopting them yeah. in this current day and age so like mm-hmm. you could have a novel that had every female stereotype ever written in the year 2009 and if you're adapting it on the screen in the year 2023, there's no reason you shouldn't be making changes to make that better when you're already changing other things in order to adapt it to screen. So it's not mm-hmm. like you can have the excuse of, we're staying true to the novel because you already change all of these other things when adapting it to yeah. the screen. So why not put some of that effort into the female characters that are included in the series? Mm-hmm. So what's the one thing you hope to see in 2023 regarding female characters? 
just more of them. <laughs> like, harking back to what Kayla was mentioning about the friend group in Soda, it's just like more diverse friend groups, mm-hmm. more than just one female character in a friend group, if they're going mm-hmm. to have her there. Maybe some more, you know, we're... The Geo boom is slowly happening, but I would love to see more, like, sapphic characters just existing in other, like, BL shows, kind of like Ink and Paw did. Like, being there. Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that would be nice to see. Mm-hmm. I think I want to see more kind of, like, kind of like what we saw in Lovely Rider with Tiffy and mm-hmm. the male character she was with. More, like, switching it up and, like, subverting the gender role type things, yeah. I think, would be really interesting. And also just, like, maybe male, like, lead characters having female best friends instead yes, of male best been. friends. And then they could have their own story that doesn't just revolve around helping the friend yeah. with his relationship. Yeah. I do think there are a lot of BLs out there where you could actually just change like change some of the male characters to female characters mm-hmm. without it actually it having any great yeah. impact on the story <laughs> like it would just there's give it no more diversity reason. there's no reason there needs to be that many men in a friend group <laughs> like... no. <laughs> oh my god <sighs> yeah no. i hope for 2023 that we will see less of the big cast of men mm-hmm. in BLs. I need them to cut it down because they're putting Same. too many men, the in, these men in these shows. <laughs> I don't have time for all these men. <laughs> Literally. There's so many. There mm. are. Like it's it gets a little bit exhausting and it's it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> it's very exhausting. There are men everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hurts. Yep. Said it hurts my eyes sometimes. <laughs> Same. Same. Oh. Like, we just need nice female representation. And we need more than just, like, one girl hanging yeah. around. Yeah. Not even to get into the topic of non-binary and trans representation. Mm-hmm. That could be right. another episode that we do mm-hmm. all on its own. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I feel like someone is going to say that, like, how is female representation even relevant because Mm -hmm. BL focuses on men? But I feel like it is relevant for the same reason that we keep trying to improve the gay male stereotypes. Mm -hmm. There's so much, like, misrepresentation of, like, women being, like, hysterical or, like, crazy or all the other things Mm -hmm. that we talked about. And it needs to be righted in the same way that, like, the stereotypes about the male characters are being righted over time. And, like, Mm -hmm. in the same way that trans characters shouldn't be, like, the butt of every joke in shows anymore. Like, it's just about, like, improving it overall. And just, like, in terms of writing, Mm -hmm. you want to make the world that, like, the characters living in feel, I guess, more thorough and not just, Mm -hmm. like, it's thrown together. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we as women need to start or stop looking at other women as, I don't know, competition or something bad. Like, yeah, yeah, like (laughs) we are better than this. We are better than this. And yeah, yeah, be all pushing the stereotypes of pitting women against each other isn't helping. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it's not. Yes. Yep. Okay. So we want to hear everyone's thoughts on BL and the Bechdel test. And uh, please leave if you have like one thing you hope to see uh, in 2023 regarding uh, female characters. I would be interested in to like hear what everyone's thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you've ever thought about this at all, consuming BL, ever noticed that where are the women? <laughs> <laughs> have a conversation so, yeah. if you enjoyed the episode please like comment and subscribe and while you're at it why not share the episode with your friends it really helps us out thanks for joining us this week and we hope to see you again soon bye bye bye
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 